0: Hey baby. Hey baby. Hey baby. Hey Bay Hey Bay. bay. Exclusive. Hey baby. Hey Bay. Hey Bay. Hey baby. Hey baby. Hey baby. Hey baby. Hey baby. Hey Bay.
1: Hey Oakland Athletics and uh, well thanks for re-listening I'm listening uh, Tyler and I just like to uh, go off a little bit about what's going on in local Bay Area baseball sports scene um, you know we mix a little, a little of that and uh, just have a good time yeah so, absolutely
0: well, you know really quick I'm having a a Montucky cold snack right now the official
1: beer of Montana
0: my partner's home state <laughs> So yeah,
1: I used to take a a little issue with that when I lived in Montana, you know, like it's called Montucky and it goes to some sort of local profit, you know, nonprofit for Bozeman, Montana and good for them for doing that. But I never under really understood the uh, what makes Montana like Kentucky. I've never been to Kentucky, but I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't don't know anyone from Kentucky.
0: Maybe they like delicious beer down there, too.
1: (laughs) I hear they have a cool horse race. Yeah. Like to, go to. Um, so that's about it. That's all I know about Kentucky. They have the Louisville you know Slugger uh, factory. <laughs> well, I was at a Trader Vic's earlier, so you know I'm having a you know Bay Area cocktail style thing. So, um, both just having a good Sunday night, trying to unwind before the big long work week ahead, but. Man, we have and the Bay Bridge series starts a this Bay week. Bridge series, which which the yeah, which Clay has
0: officially opted out of the bet this year. So we'll make I that did. official tonight.
1: Leading into I the still series, gotta make do on my old bet. I just couldn't get too deep, guys. You know, here's the thing: if the A's win, uh, great. You know, if I you know I won't win anything, but at least I won't be in the hole. If they lose, which I think you know, the the Giants are looking a little bit like uh, like they might outmatch them this year. But hey, you know that's all right. You know, like I'm not wishing for anything. I'm just saying, you know, the facts. Are hey, safe. but that, that's why they play the game. You never know. You never know. So I, you know, and we'll we'll get to the predictions later on. But absolutely, um, you know, I would say, you know, like if if the A's, you know, sweep the Giants, you know, is is two games a sweep? Do you I think guess it's like a baby sweep? Like my my baby twenty
0: <laughs> my twenty month old son has a little broom he likes to push around, so it'd be like a sweep with one of those.
1: Let's cool a little baby sweep. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so if they baby you know, sweep the Giants, if you will a baby sweep if the Giants beat the A's in two games, then you know, I mean, is it really? That's what I'll be really questioning again. You know, I've one, so. yeah. <laughs> baby sweep, baby sweep, but uh, yeah, you know. Uh...
0: I think it's been a good week for both of our teams again. Uh, you know, is, is it a coincidence that the year we finally get to record weekly, our teams are both playing pretty well? I don't I, know.
1: I mean, yeah. I, I, if, hey, we've just bring the good luck to the, and the good vibes to the Bay area. We just want, we want baseball to do well in the Bay area. So, you know, we'll, not much news has come across on the A's Howard terminal project. Other than, um, you know, both sides keep fighting back and forth. We'll still see what happens there. So, you know, uh, painful to talk about these days until it actually goes to a vote, but we'll see yeah. what
0: happens. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So, you know, this past week I predicted the giants would go four and three. I thought they'd split with the Mets win two out of three against the nationals, they ended up at the right destination at four and three. They got there a little differently though, than planned. They had a, had a rough uh, series against the Mets, you know, when you're going up uh, against, you know, Scherzer and some of their other arms. You know, it's nothing to, you know, obviously you wish you could split the series, but nothing to lose sleep over, you know, a couple of replays that may could maybe could have gone their way that didn't, that, that's not why they lost it, but they were in a position to where they, they could have made a little difference, but they still had their chances and, and didn't come through. But then, you know, the, this against the uh, Nationals was always good to see. It was good to see that bounce back after they lost their uh, first series of the year. And, uh, you know, I think maybe we can come back a little bit after we uh, talk about how you're predictions went because i want to talk about the unwritten rules of baseball a little bit because that came up in this uh giants national series quite a bit um but you know it's great to see them like i said bounce back for a rough series and uh back in the driver's seat 11 and 5 i don't think you could ask for a, a much better start realistically from a from a team so i'm happy over here how about you
1: yeah, you know, uh, not not unhappy. I think I said two and four uh, after watching them win two against the Orioles, and then on our puff up day, we uh, uh, saw the Orioles take the Athletics, and I was like, "All right, here's the downslip. We're gonna watch the downfall." And it wasn't a steep downfall, but they did get finally one of their games against the Rangers last week. Um, uh, anyway, anyway, they went you know four and two, uh, or sorry, uh, four and three because it was seven game week, um, but the uh, you know, loss against the Rangers, I think, was a little uh, indicative. Um, Rangers really finally brought it. They were not doing well. Um, the, the AL West is a tight competition this year, I think, more than people will think. It's just the beginning of the season. And the Rangers did show that they had a little bit of offense. Um, and it ended up being a pitching kind of show-off at the end of it uh, with Frankie Montes, We saw it pitched a very good game, but at the same time, the offense didn't follow through. Um, and, and there were some good hits, but, uh, you know, I think it was a good indicative game that the A's when they have the pressure on from another team, we're still in these early games that they may not be able to follow through, but, you know, still holding out there, Christian Pache, uh, just being an all around great guy, beating out with fans, Yeah, Um, I saw. he. uh, Did you see that tweet today? I guess he gave like a nine-year-old kid his bat or something. before. Yeah, he tweeted at him and said, hey, yeah, if you're at the game, I'll meet you there. And totally um, just went the extra mile with the fan base. And I think that um, it's just you've seen him more and more uh, just already kind of being the face of the Oakland Athletics right now. And I think uh, the other players respect that they, you know, if you can put your, you know, showmanship you know where your mouth is if you're out there doing it and you're actually putting on a good performance a good game um he's really gonna find uh some solace with A's fans and people want to come out just to watch somebody play like that because he really puts it all on the field and blackburn was showing that the pitching like i said the pitching like uh blackburn uh pitched a great game the other day and he said hey you know if it's six fans i've heard 600 fans or he said something like that you know if it, you know we're paying for the last fan of the stadium, and that's how we play, we're out there to grind and do hard, and, and that's that's what you love about Oakland
0: baseball, honestly. Yeah, you know, I think if you're A's ownership, you don't. It doesn't seem like they care about much, but if you care about you know your fans a little bit, you got to be happy with how you know, you know. We all have talked about you know, uh, you know, Christian Pache thought he was going to be a, a brave for a long time, so he was a little surprised by the trade. But I think he you know sees the writing on the wall that if the A's are going to trade someone like Matt Olson to get him and he's such a young guy, he knows he's going to be probably in Oakland or wherever the A's are playing, knock on wood, hopefully it's Oakland, but he's going to be an A for a long time. And so I think it's awesome that, you know, even as a Giants fan, I think it's awesome to see when players, you know, quote unquote, get it. And, you know, they're connecting with young fans. That's not even going to help the A's fan base. It's going to help baseball's fan base. if all the if players kind of stood up and and connected with their fans and i think both bay area teams have usually been pretty good at that but it's just
1: awesome to see especially from a new player to the bay absolutely i think that and like we talk about like attendance and all this stuff and reasons a's fans you know are having a hard time you know going to the games or, or getting behind a team that it treats their fans the way they do but i think that Um, it's one of those things, uh, there's a recent scarf that you can buy because John Fisher owner of the Oakland A's also owns the San Jose Quakes, um, and will not spend money on the team. And they kind of talk about, you know, there was uh, get behind the team, not the regime. And I, I totally under, you know, it's a, it's a very understandable point as a Oakland fan, you want to get behind something and it's make if whether someone makes it hard for you to get behind it, whether it's their goal to make us not go or not want to watch the games, I think it's interesting to watch fans make memorabilia, sell it to each other, make a profit off of it outside of the you know corporations. Yeah, scale. you know, you can There's... still
0: wear that, or you can still wear that green and gold and not have that money go towards the A's.
1: Absolutely, S- support your
0: fellow fans, your fellow Bay Area teams. You know, exactly. Got the exactly. earthquake and earthquake and A's
1: connecting over there crappy owner (laughs) gotta love it (laughs) absolutely hey that's the way it goes well you know they're not the only crappy owners in baseball that's the whole point behind the lockout it's indicative of a bigger problem you know mlb not stepping in to stop this is uh you know just like saying all right we're okay with uh we're okay with the tomahawk chop and we don't like east oakland and we're like okay we can see the writing on the wall guys you know (laughs) yeah yeah anyway so so, yeah that's that's over here you know uh I, I'm I'm happy that A's, A's are doing. Uh, the team is scrappy, and they're they're you know getting out there. Yeah, You know, So maybe maybe now is a good time to
0: kind of circle back really quick before we talk about next week. Uh, talk about the unwritten rules of of baseball. Yes. You know, a, yes. A, a week or two ago, the Padres were getting mad at the Giants because they were, you know, bunting with big leads and stuff like that. And
1: you know, which I want point... to say, I'm pro bat flip. I'm pro. Absolutely. I thought it was funny
0: that the team that has Fernando Tatis and Manny Machado were talking about the unwritten rules. And they're like, especially Tatis. And I love Tatis. I'm not like talking bad on the guy. I have tweeted it. But like, you know, he breaks unwritten rules all the time.
1: So uh, I kind of like that. So if we want to draw back later, let's, let's bring the conversation all the way back. So there was a play weeks ago where uh, I forget what the uh, uh, player was on the Giants bunted. And it was nine one nine something yeah i mean you know the giants had a good lead the giants had a good lead but he bunted and made it to first base and it was bunting against the shift and it was like hey that's totally valid if the shift's banned next year and you want to bunt against? I mean, it was against the shift, right? Maybe I'm wrong there, but Actually, at least yeah, a, he
0: had a he had a really he had a pretty there.
1: open space to bunt towards. So so he gets on base, and I and I love because they show the camera over to Bob Melvin, and I you know as as someone who loves Bob Melvin, he's yelling at everything. If you never like, he yells at every play. So I don't you know if you point the camera to him, of course he was going to be like, that's you know that's some BS. Yeah. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Like and clearly. If that's an unwritten rule, it's an unwritten rule. I would say bunting on when you have nine runs, you should be swinging. You should be well, swinging you know, hard, but you know, hey, whatever. Gets so Kapler
0: said after the game, and this is where I'm, I'm before even before this whole thing, I was like, I was kind of like, you know, whatever. It's up to each team. Like, why should a team stop trying just because they're kicking the other team's ass? What if you take the foot off the gas for a couple innings, they put up a couple, three or four run innings, and then you have a ball game again, and now you have to almost like re-engage in the game. But what I think what's interesting, both with the Padres series and this recent Washington series, is both of those were early in the series. And, you know, um, and Gabe Kapler, after the game, said, you know, I'm OK with how my team is playing. We even talked about it before the season. You know, our goal isn't just to win the game that night. Our goal is to win as many games as possible and to win that series. So you're not just going to let them throw out their long guy and coast through four innings of you just, you know, taking a couple easy cuts just because you're kicking their ass. You need to get through their bullpen more, especially if it's early on in the series. Now you're you're burning the other team's bullpen and you're not helping your your team just on that one night. You're helping your team for the rest of the series. And so, you know, and, and that's just one layer to it. Then it's like I said, you know.
1: I remember what John Boy said a while ago when that was first kind of happening, and the Padres were the first violators, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was like, um, you know, is it more disrespectful to be hitting a home run in late innings against a position player, or is it more disrespectful for uh, you to put a position player as a, on the pitching mound in a professional, you know, game mm-hmm. pitching yeah. eight, four mile per hour curveballs, you know, like yeah. that. Yeah. It's uh, you know, you take one take. You know, the unwritten rule is a little silly at this point. We've all acknowledged it, but you know, I I wouldn't fault the Padres too much. I maybe the fans are getting a little too into it, but I wouldn't say the organization seems to be too offended. They already knew. Yeah, it. they knew where started. Yeah, you know, but
0: and then also, and I I want to get some clarification on this. If anyone knows, tweet at us, and have, or else I'm gonna have to go read an article, and I'll be kind of upset. Uh, but I think one of the rule changes—I forget if it's this year or next year—you know, now with the expanded playoffs, there's not going to be any game one sixty-three tiebreakers. So if a team, if two teams end up tied for the same playoff spot, they're not going to go play an extra game. They're going to do, you know, they're going to go and right. figure so it, it out statistically. That, and so yeah. one of those things is going to be a, you know, head-to-head record against the team. So what if, you know, the Giants against the uh, the Padres take their foot off the gas? They, you know, and and they don't burn their bullpen and then the Padres come back with a full bullpen the next couple of days and they stuff the giants and they win the series and they they have a better record head to head against the giants where if they could keep pushing, get them through their bullpen and maybe you win more games like the giants did in that series. And so it helps you with that head to head. And then I hear, uh, you know, obviously it's not the tiebreaker would be head to head would be the first one, but one of the tiebreakers down the list, if there's, you know, well, this is a tie go to the next one. This is a tie go to the next one. Somewhere along that line, the tiebreaker is run differential. And so that's all you need to say is, hey, we need to score as many runs as possible. It probably won't be a factor in if we make the playoffs or not, but it could be. So what if, you know, you take, you know, the Giants would then already have two games this season, that game against the Padres and then game one against the Nationals, where they would have stopped trying to score runs. And what if you end up, you know, four runs shy of making the playoffs? That would suck. So, hey,
1: absolutely, absolutely. Well, I think that those are the unwritten rules that we should, you know, kind of take into account that actually have a, a matter once it gets to the offseason or how it plays out in the regular season. Yeah. But I think there's also like, there's a whole frame of unwritten rules. Uh, one I was thinking of recently was the uh, uh, Chicago Cubs versus Phillies game that kind of broke out in a fight. And it was because... Uh, they were plunking, you know, a Phillies pitcher, um, maybe a couple mistakes, but also plunked a couple guys on the Cubs and also had their best player and uh, eventually it turned into this thing where he hits McCutcheon, you know, the uh, yeah. Cubs pitcher hits McCutcheon and it's this whole like, and I, it wasn't just a hit, he misses a couple times. Like he throws the ball yeah. around, messing with him. And he then finally hits him, and then the spike breaks out because he's like, "Hit me the first time! Hit me the first time!" And I think those are really interesting, like part of the unwritten rules. Because if you're gonna plunk somebody, do it the first time. Those are like unwritten rules. I'm okay with, like, right? Well, you know, like it has has not much to do with the game. You're gonna plunk, like, don't. You know, if you're a both pitcher, teams don't, are gonna have guys that like don't batter. care.
0: Yeah, like some every team's gonna have like some guys that like are gonna play and not showboat. You know, they're whether they believe in the unwritten rules or not and you're each team's gonna have guys like we have jock peterson now he loves to bat flip and show a little flair you know and so i like
1: that that's okay. i think getting
0: pissed about that and then actually throwing at a guy is that's where it's kind of like okay like if you know you have a flashy guy, you know if like pache hits a bomb and bat flips do you want him getting hit like no you know so it doesn't make sense to me to, to especially some you know there's a right way to hit a guy and there's a wrong way to hit a guy. So if you want to, if that really makes you feel better at the end of the night, you know, give them, you know, 90 in the middle of the back. But some of these guys are throwing high there, you know, it's,
1: that's no way. Well, you lost me a little bit because Pache can do no wrong. So I, I, so, I mean, Kind of lost me a little bit there, but I totally get what you're saying. Absolutely, you know, you don't want to be you don't want to be just beating people for no reason. Or if you do it, you know, like do it right, you know, like like if you're gonna hit Sean Murphy, hit him straight on the ass. Uh, but or that's... just throw up behind him and he'll back up into it. <laughs> back it up.
0: Hey, that's um, a legitimate.
1: That's a legitimate move.
0: But yeah, last thing I'll say on the unwritten <laughs> rules is not really. Uh, the rules related is, you know, I'm really glad that to see that, you know, cap has just come out every time, any chance he gets, whether it's these last two situations or not, he has his players backs, you know, especially if it's in front of a camera or in front of a microphone, he's going to support his guys. So I think you know that's great for the team to know that they have his support. And I think it's also, you know, good that other players on other teams see that, Hey, you know, this organization, they stand up for their players. You know, if you have if you play for an organization where, you know, like if you play for the White Sox where Larusa craps on you, if you do something he doesn't like, and then you look over to the, the Giants and you see Gabe Kapler sticking up for his guys, no matter what, you know, I think, you know, that's awesome to have in a manager. And also, it's still shocking to me how many Giants fans just love to crap on Kapler. I mean, what what, what more do you need the guy? I don't do? understand
1: that either. I understand it from an outside perspective because I think he's a little weird, but I think he's a good coach. San Francisco's (laughs) a little weird, bro. Let's go. (laughs) I think he's a little strange, but I think he's a good coach. That's all right.
0: But I mean, you know, and and to be honest, you know, especially if he keeps putting out, you know, strong clubs like he is, you know, him and Farhan, they've been an awesome duo so far. And, you know, the Giants love to stick with a manager. They love long-term managers in my life. I think they've had, I think Kapler might be the sixth. Now they had Roger Craig, Dusty Baker. Uh, then they went to Felipe Alou, then they went to Bochy, then they went to, to cap. So they're on there. I'm 37 years old and maybe there was one before Craig when I was like born, but you know, in, in my lifetime as a Giants fan, there's been five managers. That's pretty awesome. And so, you know, I'm glad to see Kapler doing so well and supporting his players and, you know, hopefully he's here for a long time with a strong era of Giants baseball.
1: Absolutely, no, yeah, absolutely. Hey, no, you know, not much to say for the management of Eric Mark It just looks like the dad of the like somebody, like somebody's dad walked in. They're like, I think he could probably like it's like a little league team. They're like, do you want to do yeah. it? Do Whose dad is that? Oh my! You have most of curse. your week off. Could you coach this team, please? And he's like, uh, uh, yeah, I'll try. <laughs> And his son's um, like, Dad, coach the team. They they want you to do it. And he's like, oh, all right. It's going to take a lot of work. And he's like, I know. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, no, we're over a little more humdrum over here. So we'll, we'll see how, uh, you know, hey, next week plays out. We're almost to 30 games. That's what I said. Once we get yeah. to 30 games, you know, 16 to 16 wins is a really big deal. Um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll see how the next couple series play out. So I'll say uh, for the next week, I've got. Uh, A's get two days off this week, which is pretty rare because wow. they've been slugging way in row. Uh, two games against the Giants and three games against the Guardians. I think that they're going to go two and five. I'm still betting low because I've done two, two and three, two, two and three. Sorry, okay, two out of five, two and three. So I assume uh-huh. you think that the Giants are going to win two games and then they'll go <laughs> and, and win go two. Sweep. They'll they're go in go two and, and almost and, uh... sweep the Guardians. Yeah, up until the very end uh yeah no uh, mm-hmm. if, if they do they don't i at least i won't lose the bet this time well i think you uh
0: <laughs> you do think they're gonna win one against the giants you were saying though no, i was joking i, I was saying
1: it. yeah i do think yeah. i think so, they could i think they might catch a sneaky on the giants and then so you think they'll uh, so win one game in each series i think the guardians might take them seriously when they come into town um and i think the the giants um won't let them out too easy yeah I bet they, I think they might, but I think they might get one in late innings against the Giants if it comes okay. down to a pitching battle. Yeah. Nice. Um, really quick
0: before I get into the Giants, uh, something that just popped in my mind when you were talking about the Guardians. Did you see them at Yankee stadium yesterday? No, I haven't. Uh, at, at some point, I, I'm not sure how I in the uh, game, this first part happened, but, uh, Indian's left fielder gets hurt. He's down on the ground. Guardians. Oh, Sorry, my bad. Guardians. <laughs> uh, guardian's left fielder gets hurt. He goes down, and the fans from the bleachers in left field at Yankee Stadium are, like, yelling at him and taunting him and stuff. And so really? the, the center fielder and right fielder come over, and they start kind of yelling at the fans. And at some point, uh, Miles Straw, the guardian's center fielder, there's, like, parts of the wall where it's, like, a scoreboard, so it's covered by, like, a chain-link fence. So he, like, Spider-Man jumps onto the, the chain-link fence and starts yelling at the Yankees fans. Basically, they need they need to cut that out because this guy's hurt. And then, so, uh, in the ninth inning, and I'm, so I'm not sure. I, I don't know what inning that guy got hurt in. Ninth yeah. inning, the the Yankees hit a walk-off to the wall in right center field. So the center fielder and right fielder who were yelling at the fans in left field earlier are now going after the ball in, in right center field. Gets to the wall, Yankees win, and fans start throwing beer and garbage and everything at Big. the Guardians. And so shout-out to the Yankees players, not the Yankees fans. Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton, among others. But Judge was ran right out there and told his fans, like, you need to
1: stop, you need to cut this out. Good for him. Good for Aaron Judge. Yeah. Way to take a stand. That's, and stand the way to, you know, good, good. We should be good guys, but that's, you know, something that bugs me about Yankees fans. You know, there's a little yeah. self entitlement there of your like talking smack. I like Phillies fans talking smack because they'd like I, know that they kind of suck a little bit, but they I like... think
0: it's <laughs> just like, it's amazing. I mean, every team has crappy fans. I've seen plenty yeah, of shitty That's Giants true. Fans. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, there's, there's, bad I think fans, people yeah.
1: just need to realize,
0: like, there's been times where I've gone and I've, like, quote unquote, heckle the other team, but I'm like making like funny, like or, to me, they're funny, like dad jokes. I'm like, I call myself like the polite heckler, you know, if I ever, if I ever do it, it's very, not too often, but I do from time to time.
1: I'm not talking about your wife or your kids. About yeah. I, you know, but People get done. personal and they're yelling <laughs>
0: stuff to, that you shouldn't yell at another person. They think just because they, they paid a ticket to get there that they can yell at these guys. And so, Hopefully they identify some of those players or some of those fans who are throwing crap and they don't let them into Yankee Stadium again.
1: But, yeah, sorry, you you mentioned the Guardians. You know, I don't know them. You know, I don't know how they – how do they do it because uh, I've met enough Red Sox and Yankees fans that I'm like, uh, okay, West Coast is the best coast. Our baseball is a little cooler than yours. (laughs) All Uh, right, Back that off when you come into this stadium, Um, you know. I mean, we'll we'll say whatever about Hollywood and you know, and I've never been to Anaheim Stadium, so I don't know how Angels fans are, but everybody in California typically seems mostly respectful. Pretty chill, pretty chill, pretty chill. Um,
0: yeah. But yeah, well, you sorry, you mentioned the Guardians, I kind of took us on a tangent there. No, but, anyway,
1: so yeah, they're
0: playing the Guardians this week. How do you fare the uh, Giants this week? So the Giants have six. They actually were supposed to have mm-hmm. a similar five on two off as the a's but they have a uh, their first game of the week tomorrow is a makeup game against the brewers for that series that we missed during the lockout so instead of flying home right now the giants have flown from washington dc to milwaukee for one game before milwaukee milwaukee and so you know i rarely if you how about this clay if you win one game is it a sweep
1: Oh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> that, that's uh, a baby sweep. No. That is
0: a that that's is a, a baby very sweep. baby sweep. let <laughs> um, get the <laughs> tiny brooms that's out. That's a conception get sweep. A little like, dust like, hair, the bro. baby's <laughs> not even
1: here yet. Um, uh, been been. I, I'm doing. Rarely, I'm making a little mini dust room with my hands right rarely, now. I Rarely,
0: if ever, predict the Giants to lose, quote unquote, a series. But I, I think they lose tomorrow to the Brewers. They're throwing Sammy long out there again, or I think he wants to be called Sam this year. Uh, They're throwing Sam long out there. So it's obviously kind of another bullpen game and the brewers are throwing Corbin Burns and he's, you know, one of the top players in baseball, definitely the national league. So I'm going to look at on that. If that is like the cherry on top for this long road trip, they just went seven and three on, if they can win that game and go eight and three, that's the cherry on top, but I'm happy with seven and four. And I'm predicting them to lose tomorrow. Um, against the A's I'm gonna I'm gonna call sweep why not let's do this I think think Rodon you know he's gonna keep dealing Uh, I am interested to to watch that game though because he's going against Jeffries so that should be you know I know you've mentioned him is kind of off to a good start for the A's so he is which Um,
1: he's doing for a little
0: and, and the reason I hesitated to say sweep but I'm going to still anyway is uh Game two of that series right now is Blackburn versus To Be Determined. I know Blackburn's been throwing the ball well. I'm um, assuming this is the spot in the rotation where uh, Jessica Lafani just went on the injured list. So that's why it's he a already TBD. looked at it.
1: It's Jeffries and Blackburn. Sorry, sorry, folks. I'm a little behind. For the A's. Blackburn. Yeah. For the A's. Yeah. Hey, watch and, out for Blackburn. All right. Yeah. And so that's
0: why I hesitated because it's he's a hometown Blackburn. Guy. It's Blackburn, who I know has been pitching well against a TBD. I'm assuming we might see a Jacob Junis uh, start, um, you know. So I think if he can give maybe four or five solid, the bullpen can carry it the rest of the way. So I'll go sweep just because this is Bay Bay baseball. Um, hey, all right, I like and, it. Then, and then the Giants finally have an off day. I mean, um, I don't
1: like it, but yeah.
0: <laughs> And then on uh, Thursday they finally have that long-awaited off day. It's good that it's at home too, so at least they can they, they don't have to travel. They'll be at home, get get a day off. Hopefully recharge a little bit. And then the Nationals, which who they just swept, is coming into town for three. And uh, you know, like I said, I even even said last week, you know, it's hard enough to predict a sweep. Uh, so I usually go two and one because you know sweeping a Major League Baseball team is hard to do. You're playing other professionals. Hopefully so think, Fox you know, doesn't yak on the mound this time. Uh, Oh, gosh. Former <laughs> – yeah, if you didn't see what the a game bummer. today. Former Giant <laughs> prospect, Lucius Fox, who has possibly the coolest name in baseball. All of a sudden, in bet- the pitch, it's 2-0 count to the leadoff hitter of the ball game. And all of a sudden, the, the camera pans out. And they're like, Fox is running across the field. And then, like, they pan out even further. You just see him, like, bend over, like, right next to the pitcher's mound. <laughs> Poor guy. Classic. Poor and then guy. I saw it earlier today. I'm forgetting who it was. Sorry, I can't shout you out. There was a Giants fan on uh, Twitter who was at the game. And between innings, she got video of them taking buckets of water out to the infield and to like clean it. up the pew. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I, I, I'll try to find it and read it. Sorry,
1: sorry, Lucius. You know, we've all had a Sunday like that. You know, you got to, you know, got sometimes you just got to get it out. That's too bad it happened during, in front of, uh, I mean, 12. Fifteen thousand fans but <laughs> yeah plus countless others watching and now it's on social media <laughs> forever
0: but hey there's worse things you could be uh going viral for so
1: there are uh, hope you're doing
0: well and speaking of him getting sick uh yaz did get placed on the COVID il today so it'll be interesting to see how they fill his roster spot maybe if, so yeah,
1: lamont, oh, yes. wade, lamont wade jr is uh starting his rehab it could be good luck. Piscotti just got back from the injury left, and he had a two-run bomb today, and uh, nice. there's a special place in my heart for old Steven Piscotti, so absolutely, that's a good way to end off the week for the A's, anyway. <laughs> yeah,
0: so so like I was saying, it's hard enough
1: to go 3-0 and
0: against the team, so I'm not going to predict them to do that again against the Nationals, but I'll say they'll go 2-1. and one. I still I don't see them losing series to them either, especially with how well they played against them, uh, you know, this p- past weekend. So what I got, I got Four and two this week for the Gigantes. When we talk to you next Sunday, the Giants will be fifteen and seven. Here's been spot
1: on. Way to go! All right. Well, best of luck to both teams and special. I I hope both
0: teams have fun. I hope all Bay Area
1: baseball teams have fun. All the fans Uh, at least and get the stadiums they want. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mucho obrigado, everybody. Thank you very much and uh Happy Bay Bay Series week and a special, special shout out to Hurricane All Chris. Good friend, Hurricane Chris. Eh, Bay Bay? Hey, Bay Bay. Hey, Bay Hey,
0: Hey, Bay Hey, Hey, Bay Hey,